Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So, y'all go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, or whatever it is that you prefer to drink, and uh, stay tuned for this next, next episode where we talk about In Your Opinion, where you give your opinion about what you think in uh, situations and stories that are definitely important to us. Now, we're going to get right into In Your Opinion, ladies and gentlemen, right after we do our dirty laundry, because you know it is a must that we keep it clean around here at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G with the Copyright Act of 1976 under Title 17, that is Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit education or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so we're going to get our uh, In Your Opinion segment today from uh, Trevor North. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, he has a well-known uh, 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 daily uh, digital show. And uh, he's offering his opinion on... Uh, on the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Dante murder death, as well as uh, you know uh, this this broken police system, and that's the way he said to me, ladies and gentlemen, the system ain't broken; it's operating exactly the way they wanted to operate. But nevertheless, uh, uh, he gives his opinion on the, these two subjects, and let's go right to it and see exactly what Trevor North has to say on these two important subjects. In your opinion, chilling with Teddy G. Now entering week three in the trial of Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd. And it says just about all you need to know that even as the trial is going on, protests are raging once again in Minneapolis over the killing of another unarmed black man, Dante Wright. Overnight, protests erupted in Brooklyn Center, a suburb of Minneapolis, after a fatal police shooting of a black man during a traffic stop. The Minnesota National Guard deployed police deploying tear gas to clear the crowds. Police say officers tried to arrest a driver on an outstanding warrant when the man tried to get back into his vehicle. That's when police say an officer shot him. According to the police chief, the officer was attempting to draw her taser, but accidentally pulled her gun and fired it. You have got to be f***ing kidding me. A man was killed at a traffic stop because the police officer mixed up their gun and their taser? Is that, is that even supposed to be a legitimate excuse? Like, we're supposed to watch that and go, oh, okay, one time I used sugar instead of salt, so I can relate. And look, I'm not saying that tragic mistakes will never happen, but what I am saying is that maybe if the police weren't so quick to draw any weapon, then maybe people wouldn't die because of a mix-up from Officer Urkel over here. 
And by the way, don't you find it amazing that cops think everything is a gun except their own gun? If you have a cell phone in your hand, oh, that's a gun. If you're holding a wallet, oh, that's a gun. Their own gun, no, not a gun, not a gun. And even if it was just a mistake, that's not a mistake that you just forgive and walk away. Especially since you know the people jumping to her defense for using a gun instead of a taser, those are the same people who want their waiter fired for bringing them a regular Coke instead of diets. Now, regardless of the specifics of how it happens, incidents involving police getting out of control with black suspects are still far too common. And you know that because this shooting in Minnesota isn't the only example of police brutality people are talking about today. Developing. And I would just like to say, ladies and gentlemen, if any of you guys know, and I'm sure you do, uh, Trevor North, you know he doesn't uh, uh, filter up his uh, conversation and his opinions. So if you got some little kids in the room, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to uh, tell them to leave. Or if you have sensitive ears, you may not want to listen to this yourself because, uh, as I tell you, he don't use any watered-down versions. He don't use any sugars. He don't use no frosting. And like me, he definitely don't use any mayonnaise. So, uh, viewers' uh, discretion is advised when it comes to some of the language that is coming from Trevor North. Morning in the state of Virginia, the governor there is calling for an independent investigation after the release of a disturbing police body cam video. It shows officers drawing their guns on an army lieutenant in uniform and pepper spraying him during a traffic stop that took place last December. That army lieutenant says the two officers violated his constitutional rights and now one of those officers has been fired. Put your hands out the window! A Windsor police officer says in his report he spotted a vehicle with dark tinted windows and no license plate displayed that was eluding police. Though a lawsuit says a paper license plate was visible in the rear window of the new car. Nazario admits in his complaint that he didn't immediately pull over, driving nearly two minutes with his hazard lights on so he could stop at a well-lit gas station. What's going on? now! Nazario, who is black and Latino and was wearing his military uniform, asks repeatedly why he's being detained. I'm serving this country and this is how I'm treated. What's going on? You're fixing to ride the light, little son. And then this exchange. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Can I? Yeah, you, you should be. Get out. Back up. Whoa, Officer Joe Gutierrez then pepper sprays Nazario in the face. Hold on. This up. This is up. Lieutenant Nazario had his hands hanging out of the window, but he still got threatened. He still got pepper sprayed and he still got thrown on the ground. And the whole time, mind you, the whole time, these cops are saying the craziest shit to him. You should be scared. Oh, you're fixing to ride the lightning. How the f is that professional? Ride the lightning? You're not hyping a ride at Six Flags, man. You're dealing with someone's life. And how crazy is it? that this driver, think about it, he knew to get to a gas station so that he would have decent lighting for the encounter. Imagine, just think about that for a moment. Police brutality has forced everyday black Americans to become lighting experts. Oh yeah, the lighting here is great. You'll be able to see the cops whip my ass. This is much better. And don't forget, please don't forget, this is how cops treated one of the troops, huh? The troops, while he was wearing his uniform, not a hoodie, not baggy pants. So what's the excuse this time, huh? I mean, if a black man in military uniform 
can't get humane treatment from the police, then what chance does every other black person in America have? I mean, at this point, black people should just start singing the Star Spangled Banner when they get pulled over. Then maybe, just maybe the cops will be like, well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna pepper spray the anthem. What do I do? I doubt it. They but if you're surprised that a member of the military is having his rights abused, then you need to understand the police don't give a shit. They don't care if you're a member of the military. They don't care if you're a beloved member of the community. They don't care if you're recording them. Shit, they don't even care if they're recording themselves. And the reason they don't care is because they know they're gonna get away with it. And until that changes, they're just gonna keep not caring. Exactly. And that's what black Native Americans or anybody of a melanated uh, skin complexion is faced with. You're subject to uh, police brutality. You're uh, susceptible to uh, excessive violence. You're susceptible to actually death. Thank God that he walked away from this encounter. But, and believe me, ladies and gentlemen, I believe he walked away from this encounter only because he was well-trained and how to handle yourself when you're black and getting pulled over. Believe me, going to that well-lit area was a good thing to do. Believe me, starting his uh, cell phone uh, uh, video footage before they approached the car was a part of his proper training on how to, uh, how to uh, uh, survive the encounter of a traffic stop. Because this is what you must do, ladies and gentlemen, when you are a native black American or a, a person of uh, melanated persuasion have to do in order to survive a traffic stop in the divided snakes of America. The situations are totally different for us than it is from other groups, especially Mzungus. Privileged Mzungus do not have to uh, have this type of training. A lot of other uh, um, ethnic groups, they don't have to have this training. But just like you have to have this talk with your children uh, at a young age on how to uh, uh, encounter uh, uh, privileged Mzungus and, and uh, white supremacists, you have to go through other stages in your life to be able to uh, survive encounters with uh, law enforcement, uh, how to uh, get a job, how to uh, maintain a job, um, how to uh, 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 proceed to uh, get your education. There's a whole bunch of these conversations, ladies and gentlemen, that we have to have throughout our lives. And they start as young as two and three years old. Oh, yeah, that young. Right now, I, I'm just not getting through uh, recording. I got to put the final touches on a, um, a segment that I'm doing where these uh, young uh, two and three year old children were not served a food while their white counterparts who sitting at the same table with them. This is multiple tables and, and they're eating. So they're getting taught at a very young age that you are beneath the uh, Mzungus and you eat after they eat. And this list goes on and on, all the way up to this talk that you have to have, uh, and this training, I should say, that you have to have in order to be able to uh, survive the encounter of a traffic stop. 
And that's my opinion. So with all these opinions being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end this uh, episode. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. As I tell you guys always, please uh, continue to uh, uh, do your social distancing. That's a must right now. We are not out of the woods with this coronavirus and the new variances that are now popping up. And uh, people are testing positive for it and some are even uh, dying. So let's keep that in mind. I also want to tell y'all to hit that share button and share these stories with everybody that's on your contacts. And hit that follow button and follow me so you'll get your uh, notifications and be aware the uh, next time that I come out with a new episode. And if you can, ladies and gentlemen, please support this station with whatever financial contributions that you can make. The monthly contributions that are made to this station, ladies and gentlemen, are put directly back into the operation of this channel. So, with all that being said, I love you guys. And loving you guys is my food. And Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I get the uh, God's grace of the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you. Peace, love, and soul.